quarterbacks just want a playoff game. How do you feel? Woo! Welcome in, baby. Uh, this is the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia. Of course, I am your mayor of PHNX. This man next to me is Mr. Electric himself. That's none other than Sean DePaz. Yo, yo. The snake around his neck is Jesse Jr. We call him JJ. It's and the fucking Yoffs. It's the fucking Yoffs. And of course, uh, our very own Jesse Sr. will be joining us shortly from American Family uh, Field. What a terrible. Whatever it is. Terrible out name. There. I hate the name Get and I don't care. Uh, because the Diamondbacks are your winners tonight. And uh, let's be honest, the Diamondbacks have now successfully captured the Brandon Fott start, which <laughs> I know as many people were concerned uh, that that's probably the one start that we probably had some reservations yeah. about. Uh, and I mean, they did it the exact way we said in the pregame show that we thought that they could yeah, generate really. the offense. Kind of. The youngsters. Oh, well, the offense, yes. The offense. The yes. offense specifically, yes. The, the youngsters. Yes. Yeah, the youngsters showed out big time. Uh it was also the oldest man on the face of the planet who oh, also yeah. showed out. We'll yeah. get there, I'm sure. Let, let's, uh, let's stop the old guy slander. I've been saying that all season long. You know, I am definitely against old guy slander. So, uh, yeah, this was an exciting game that had a lot of people contributing. Uh, Tori Lavola looked like an absolute genius because before the game, he said that Evan Longoria was his pick because basically he's been here before. And, that's why, yeah. And, and this is literally what, the reason why we said yeah. he, he was our pick for third to play third or at least why we thought he might and the the why why they needed him why yeah. this especially this young team that at times can make mistakes that at time doesn't have that leader out there on the field uh can use him and longo was absolutely incredible tonight for the arizona diamondbacks mm -hmm. defensively he was doing things that let's be honest most major league players at the top of their games still can't do and he's doing it at 37 years old but uh really the offense tonight for yeah. for the diamondbacks was huge the bullpen was also absolutely huge for this team. Corbin Carroll, Geraldo Perdomo, Gabby Moreno, these are the guys that got things cooking for this team. Yeah. And it was the guys that we said needed to get it going. Uh, Geraldo Perdomo got things started. And then Corbin Carroll, uh, after the Diamondbacks were already down, down three to nothing, uh, makes it a close game with a two-run home run in the top of the third. Uh, and per ESPN Stats and Info, at 23 years and 43 days old, Corbin Carroll is the uh, youngest player in D-backs history to hit a home run in a playoff game. Yeah. Uh, first off, apologies for anybody that I offended saw by calling Longo old. Yeah. Um, yeah, you are a monster. He's a young um, man. And we don't appreciate that. Normal standards. Yeah. Um, Corbin, like, he looked like an old man, too. Yeah. He looked like he'd been there before. Yeah, he looked he really like did. really unfazed. He like yep. he met the moment. It was something that Damon and I had joked about on a couple of occasions, like the guys that we thought were just gonna rise to the occasion. And like Corbin was one of those guys. Like we just you didn't doubt that he was gonna be able to just keep being Corbin Carroll. Yeah. And that's what he was. Like he yeah. just kept doing what he was doing. It wasn't anything out of the ordinary. Like that was just a a, a classic standard Corbin Carroll game. It really was. Um, which when your Corbin Carroll means you had a pretty good. Yeah, year. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's usually what that means. Uh, he was backed up by Cattell Marte, who I know this man continues to sing My the bestie. praises of and has talked about how uh, Cattell really uh, is the, the X factor for this team at times. Right. Because like, yeah, Corbin's home run huge. But you know what was even bigger? 
following up immediately with another with another home run and tying the game yeah yeah absolutely and i mean Cattell's contributions this season even during the dark times when the diamondbacks (laughs) were playing awfully uh you know they they stood out he was the one guy at times that remained consistent and i mean this has been a great season for him but it was great to see him uh get in on all of that but i mean there's something to be said about corbin carroll specifically uh, you know, uh, being, you know, obviously this is, this is a guy, a lot of people nationally have heard about. Yeah. And, and in some cases this, besides maybe that Sunday night game against mm-hmm. the Chicago Cubs is the first time that a lot of fans have had a chance to and see the all-star him. game, but it's well, yeah, the all-star game, yeah. competitive baseball, yeah, competitive baseball where you're actually, uh, doing things like this, mm-hmm. you know? And I mean, what a, what a debut that Corbin Carroll made, yeah. but also what a debut for Gabriel Moreno. <laughs> Daddy Gabby. Daddy Mr. Gabby. Okay, so let's see. This is the first, Let's before we get there, because Gabriel Moreno gave the team the lead, uh, I want to give a shout-out to the Super Chat uh, from, I'm going to try this, Ryuji, Ryuji Sakamoto. Yeah. Uh, super $5 chat says, North Carolina fan here, let's fucking go. Feels like 2001, and I hope we keep the momentum. I'm sorry if I cursed on your behalf there in that case. He said LFG, so I'm he sorry. He said LGF. LGF, to be fair. <laughs> uh, to be fair. Uh, yeah, I don't even know what that means then. Uh, but Piece of Yoshi sent a super chat. Thank you, Piece of Yoshi said. It's about normal to scream about the spot every time something went wrong. Yes, oh, it, yes is it is about the because, fucking spot. Oh, 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 mm, oh I had forgotten. Mm, I had forgotten. We, this was so can, good that can, I had forgotten. Can we get to that in a moment? Yeah, no, can we uh, get yeah, to we'll that? get there. Yeah. We have so much egregious maxims and uh, it's unbelievable things to discuss for the second, we have to get to that completely de- dedicated we to appreciate max, that yeah we'll max get, simpson shit talking we'll absolutely get there <laughs> jacob lewis thank you for your super chat he says what a game for you of a phenom kevin ginkle a squad Ooh. is a wagon we want la i know that damon was talking about putting kevin ginkle in the u of a hall of fame already he said put u of a in the kevin ginkle hall yeah. of fame which kevin or u of a is a kevin ginkle direction phenom. that we're kevin going ginkle put u of a on the map yeah, let's go uh mitch fleet with his uh super chat thank you says longo found the fountain of youth amazing defense maybe it's being around all these young guys maybe they're the fountain of youth maybe they cause you to get younger i would say yeah but also where has that been all year like, i don't I know think the fountain of youth is just the playoff vibe maybe it's the vibe it, it's it longo it's longo in the playoffs yeah. that's yeah. for sure but oh man uh again talking about debuts gabriel moreno then gave the diamondbacks the lead with a huge home run of his own uh that uh, it happened in the fourth inning and, and i mean let's just talk about history let's talk about about it. He uh, pimped that shit. He really did. Uh, and so did Corbin. They all Corbin, did. they all pimped their home runs, and Tell we are fans of that. Yeah, yeah, he just kind of watched it. Uh, with Corbin Carroll and Gabriel Moreno, this is the seventh time in postseason history a team has gotten a home run from multiple players <laughs> age 23 or younger in a game. Wow. Uh, it's the first of those where the players in question were making their postseason debuts. Wow. Yeah. I mean, so never before have two guys making their postseason debuts 23 or younger in a game ever hit home runs yeah. the way the Gabriel Moreno and Corbin Carroll awesome, did. man. Like, it's just, this is just baseball in general. It's the youth movement. Like, go look at the best team in the American League. It's Mar- Mark's, full of young kids. Mark Solera is going to go scream at uh, Illegal Pete's. Look, we've had some complaints about our screaming tonight, so please <laughs> uh, do us a favor and just don't attach us to well, your screaming. Steak we just, burrito. Steak uh, burrito. Steak burrito, too. No, 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 that's no, no, the no. answer. No, he don't listen no, to no. steak burrito. No, you Absolutely. get a bowl, you go double protein, steak, and chicken. 
You get both kinds of cheese. You get the shredded and the queso. Oh, you get black beans, white rice. Right. I wasn't prepared for that kind of answer. Uh, you need I'm, to go double protein, or you're wasting your time. I'm, I'm, I feel ashamed. I feel like mix a taquito in there and make sure you get a margarita. <laughs> holy shit! Holy shit! That's shown after an OG. But I do. <laughs> you really OGs, helped that's me bo- there. No, 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 no. Damon. If I'm My going, God. if that's after the OGs, you could double all that. Add another side uh, of chicken queso. Maybe throw a taquito <laughs> in there. Uh, uh, but I'm a bull guy because that way you can really you can mix it all up. Really get into the queso. Yeah. Dip some chips in it. I got some more D-backs facts for you. Mm. Facts for you. Uh, D-backs facts. D-backs facts. Uh, three home runs tonight. Mark the fifth game in franchise history with at least three home runs in the playoffs. Um, I have another fact that I brought up on the broadcast or the broadcast brought Let's up. Let's go. 0-14 in history, the Arizona Diamondbacks, when being down three runs in a playoff game until tonight. There one we go. 14. The curse is broken in, in so many ways. In the so an- many ways. But I mean, it's, but of course, though, it's the fucking answer back. Yeah. Like, this is what they uh-huh. do. Uh, this one's courtesy of Sarah Lang. She said at 23 and 231 days old, Gabriel Moreno is the second youngest catcher to Homer in the postseason debut, older only than uh, Brian McCann in 2005, who was 21 years wow. old. 21 year old catcher in the playoffs. That's, That's wild, right? <laughs> that is wild. But it's not nearly as wild as the Diamondbacks win in this first game because let's be honest, uh, I, I don't I don't want to focus on the negatives. Brandon fought was not great. And I mean, let's he, it's not like they gave him a very long leash. Yeah. Uh, he That's gave a- up runs in the first and second innings. At times, it looked like he really settled in and settled down. But uh, he just didn't look comfortable. Like we yeah. were I mean, we didn't know really what it was. We, we talked about on the pregame show how he's kind of known for not really getting nervous, uh, but he d- he definitely seemed nervous in this he, game. But to me, he always looks nervous. Like he does. His re- face is always flushed. Like, yeah. And so like I was, but again, and we talked about it in the moment, we talked about it weeks leading up to this. This is why we didn't want the Philadelphia Phillies. Because yeah. the Phillies game was going on at basically yeah. the same time, and you saw that atmosphere there. The atmosphere was crazy. Woo-wee, yeah. that would have yeah. been ugly. Yeah. But I mean, like, wait, look, this is exactly... Like he did what he he did enough ultimately. Like he did not. Obviously, when it, when it was all said and done, it it took a, an amazing performance from the bullpen for them to get this win. But like, it did. It, and it, that's I think he, that's who really deserves the credit. Yeah, I, they they do. But like, fought did not make this like he didn't he didn't let this get out of hand. He didn't make this like a, an absolute like bloodbath off rip. Yeah. Um. Which like again for a kid like that, that's kind of all you could. All you could, I mean, you could ask for a lot more, right? Like you could, you could, he could have gone six. I mean, I'm not, like, I I would, I would love to be there with you, but he gave up seven hits. He gave up three earned runs. He walked one. He was doing good with the strikeouts, but I think, I I think in, in analyzing him specifically tonight, like I almost feel like he was too focused on the strikeouts. And that's maybe what a, a young pitcher maybe struggles with is, is trying to overpower batters instead of just trying to find yeah. a way to get no, out. No, like, I, yeah, I don't think he was good. I yeah. just, he did enough, right? Like we talked about did. like stealing the fought win. Like this was not a game we really expected to win, but he did enough for them to be able to win. Yeah. Obviously like that wouldn't have happened without the offense, but like they only scored three runs. Yeah. He didn't give up. A grand slam or anything like that. Like but he, he, he did only go two and two thirds, yeah, which right? is a problem, but light, slightly less of a problem when you consider who's pitching tomorrow. That's right. Um, Zach Gallen, so, Merrill Kelly, back to back games. Yeah, that looks pretty good. But the bullpen, I mean, the bullpen honestly probably deserves our king snake tonight. They went, uh, they went seven and a thirds innings pitched. Uh, they did not give up a run. They did not give up a run. Could you? Could you imagine? Even Kyle, even Kyle Nelson, I know, who absolutely tried. had a dog shit outing he tried tonight, his hardest. Uh, did not give up a run. But somehow. could you imagine 
365 days ago saying that we were in the bullpen. We were, were in the playoffs. The starting pitcher was taken out in the third inning. And, they and won the, the, the bullpen, not only won, the bullpen held. didn't give up a single held. run. Held. Held. That, that's unheard of. Like, the bullpen. It's crazy. Uh, I mean, obviously, being in the playoffs last year like is crazy. But the idea that we have a good bullpen, not just a good bullpen, but a shutdown bullpen right. is just, like, Never thought we would be here. And it's this mutated bullpen of guys that have been here all year and have at times yeah. been inconsistent, but really have been the ones that have kind of towed the line for this bullpen, like Mantiply, Miguel Castro, and Kevin Ginkle, who's an absolute stud, and Kevin Ginkle deserves all the credit in the mm -hmm. world for what he did tonight. That yeah. man was incredible. Two innings pitched, four strikeouts. His screams penetrated my soul it was one of the most inspiring things ever as far as confidence i was not very confident i was wrapped i had this snake wrapped around my neck at times i was hiding behind the glass he window so at other times damon's over here talking to me like as if i'm, I'm in the mode to joke or cheer until the game was over i wasn't in the mood to do <laughs> shit i was sitting in my chair and i was very nervous because this was a very close game that i felt like even though things were going the Diamondbacks' way, could yeah. turn on them it, at any point. It, it, oh With yeah, the it certainly could have. Utilize the way they um, did. The council just met, and by the council I mean JJ and I. Um, this is important. Kevin Ginkle is an international sex symbol. Adam there you go, Ryan Hanley. You got your wish. He added him to the list. Yeah, how Kevin did you Ginkle. not? How, how did you after when he got that when he got out of the eighth inning, and he's Incredible. running off the mound screaming. Get out of here. How does that yeah, not get you injected directly into my up veins. out of your chair? I like, will, how does that not get you ready? I won't just run through a brick wall. I'll run through any wall of any substance, no matter how uh, dense it is. Yeah. I absolutely but this will. Is, this is why this team is like, the, I think ultimately the difference with this, this team is like guys like specifically like him and Geraldo Perdomo, who were like, and a lot of times just not very good baseball players last year. And then are now like, really important yeah like our our yeah. some of the best players yeah. on the team uh I'm tired of seeing perdomo bunt i mean it worked out that with like with that whole but let's not have perdomo yeah. bunt anymore uh, but yeah i'm over that too. i, I want to go through the numbers here two-thirds innings pitched by man supply gave up one walk two-thirds innings pitched by miguel castro one walk ryan nelson his was the one that i mean where things almost fell apart he he loaded the bases he gave up three hits and he absolutely uh, looked like things were hanging on by a very thin string. It, that felt like when things were going to fall apart. The yeah. Diamondbacks had a one-run lead at that point. And somehow, the combination of Ryan Nelson and Tea Time, Ryan Thompson, who has just been also fucking incredible. Like, I, I hope there's shit. a lot of Tampa Bay Rays fans that are upset six. that this man is on our team doing the things that he's done. Still, still only given up one earned run since joining the team. And tonight he goes one and two thirds, gives up one hit, one walk, strikes out one. Of course, Kevin Ginkle, two innings, the four strikeouts. He gave up one hit. And then... We jumped around. We really did. Uh, I'm still tired from it, but Paul Seawald came in and he did the thing. He pitched his one inning. Uh, he did not make it exciting. It was much I thought like he was going to. Though. It was much like Sea World, where it's not that's Seawald, Sea World. They're neither one of those are very exciting. Yeah, but yeah. you thought, but I thought it was going to be like there was a moment he what he, he gave up one hit right or yeah I was did. like oh boy oh no 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 no, no, no. what was he, what he, happened I don't remember he had a base runner he did have a base runner was it no I don't know I just have one strike oh he hit him didn't he um yes yeah, yeah, he yeah. yeah 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 and i yeah. was like oh god Mark Hanna. oh god yeah, yeah. here we go 
Like I was, I told everybody, I was like, it's okay. <laughs> this is the seawall experience. We signed up for this. Uh, and that's all it really ended up being. <clears throat> that's um, luckily, luckily, luckily yeah. yeah. Which but, I mean, it's just like for the bullpen to come out like this and just show that like, oh, you thought that's how you're going to beat us? Like you thought you're going to, oh, get to the bullpen. Like, no, like you're not like if our, if, if, if Merrill Kelly and, and Zach Gallon do their jobs the way we know they're capable of doing, then there is, you're not beating this team. Yeah. Yeah. If the bullpen is going to perform like this, because you can't score runs on them. Well, Brent, Brent Strom brought this up and, and I think that there was kind of like the, the lingering reputation of the bullpen that like, do you trust this bullpen and, uh, or, or, you know, something about the bullpen essentially. And, and Brent Strom's answer was like, I, not only do I trust the bullpen, I think it's like an asset of this team. Yeah. Like, and, and it honestly Certainly is, yeah. is a different bullpen than the one that we saw at times that was very inconsistent. Some of those pieces are still here. Well, that's why some I, of those yeah. pieces have been, you know, have, have moved on and been replaced. I think the biggest thing about the bullpen right now is that everybody knows their role. Ginkle knew when he was going to come in. Paul yeah. Seawald knew yeah, when he was going to uh, come in. The These other guys gave them the depth that they needed in order to get through a short outing from Brandon Fott. And honestly, this game was managed really, really well by by Tori Lavella. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I I had said it so much throughout this season. My concern with this team was him making mistakes as manager as a manager in the postseason with how he managed the bullpen stuff like that. Yeah, um, and I don't think he like. And he, he was flawless, right? Like, yeah. and there was times like when he took Fod out, I had a question about it because obviously Fod had not been pitching well, but they had, they they had come in to talk to somebody and he had just gotten like a big out, and so I was like, let him. He had two outs at that point, I think. I was like, let him finish the inning. Um, so I was like, eh. Um, but obviously, again, it paid off. He he sent Ginkle out there for a second inning. It paid off. Like he 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 started Evan Longoria. It paid off. Like he. He made decisions. He made the decisions that managers have to to make, and we, he did it. We got our guy Flex yeah, I know, yeah. from Jersey with the super Let's chat. Go. Let's go, Flex. Uh, Rosie, happy trellas for for victory. Uh, he said, "I'm doubling my super chat for every D-backs win during this playoff run." Who's joining me, D-backs Nation? Let's get it. Let's go, Flex. I love this. I love that man. By the way, uh, he's been one of the I most mean, incredible not like people. His actual for team is in the playoffs for him to watch. Yeah. So no, nah, he's but see. Not going to miss an opportunity to talk shit about the New York Yankees flex. That's right. He's he's <laughs> never he'll never miss that chance. Uh, Tyrannical Goat 12. Thank you so much for your super chat. Tyrannical Goat says, I think we are all being too tough on Fott. We all thought he would give up five plus runs. Only three runs on the road as a rookie in his first playoff start. Really not that yeah, bad. Yeah, that's kind of what nice I was win, talking excited about. for Gallon. Yeah, yeah and that's like, fair. He that's was fair. not I, good. I am, I am an asshole sometimes. No, no, no. So I bad. think it's very fair to be critical <laughs> of him because I, and like you, regardless of the situation, you can't have your starting pitcher go three innings or whatever it was yeah. in a playoff. Like that's not That does not seem sustainable yeah. at all. Yeah. And so like it, it certainly – it and it put this team in a tough situation because right. they did have to use a lot of bullpen arms. So yeah. it is certainly a problem, but it, to the point of, of that super chat, like ultimately – he he kept, he let this he kept this being a game that that the Diamonds got bats could win and part of that is again a credit to Tory for pulling him when he did right like because we had seen it parts of the season he kind of let guys ride maybe when he shouldn't but he he, uh, he knows what the situation is he he pulled him when he, he felt like he had to and it, again obviously paid off Ernesto says ultimate team win and I think that's exactly what it was tonight it yeah. really was contributions defensively contributions on offense contributions from the bullpen a ton of pitchers are responsible for this victory tonight and obviously it's hard to just you know 
pinpoint one person for who could be our king snake. Christian Walker had a huge ninth uh, inning, uh, two RBI double that really allowed us to breathe. The game felt very tense. At least I felt very tense. I have heartburn. I my I have heart palpitations. I'm still very uh, sweaty. Uh, but I'll tell you, uh, that once that happened, I felt like. You know, uh, you know, like you said, he he wanted just one more run, so maybe we wouldn't even see Paul Seawall. No, it wasn't, but it wasn't about Paul Seawall. It was about I having that that Kevin Ginkle like like continuation because he was just on a fucking roll. Yeah, like I would I would have just been awesome. Yeah. Um, but oh, but that Corbin Carroll. I just hit. got distracted oh, by by Patrick's tremendous math. What did he say? If, if the Diamondbacks win the NL this year, that he's going to end up having to pay two twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> See, that's the kind of math we needed on the pregame show. Thank you, Patrick Lyons. That's why we will officially hold on now, Flex. Yeah, yes. Calm down there, Flex. <laughs> hold on now. Yeah, Flex. this is this is like when you donate to like it's, someone. It's it's, it's, it's uh, Scott's talk. Scott's talk. It's exactly it's what this Tots. is. It's like you don't know what you did. If you graduate, I'm gonna give you scholarships. Oh, that's and amazing. We're gonna get there. Everyone's graduating. He's like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. I'm sorry, you're talking about Corbin, right? Uh, I was getting ready to talk about yes. Corbin, but I think really Corbin Carroll, once again, when you talk about how quickly he has become, like you said, a veteran out there, a yeah. guy that contributes in every way mm -hmm. and somehow is the guy that got things kickstarted for this team, we have no choice but to give him in his debut uh, the King Snake. Corbin Carroll, two for three, two walks tonight, one home run, two RBI. And I mean, he just he just did it all. He did yeah. it all. He uh, applied the pressure when he was on the base path, the exact kind of chaos that we needed this team to create in order to just make the Brewers feel uncomfortable. And the Diamondbacks were successful in that tonight. Yeah. No, I mean, again, they have a, a rookie batting leadoff and just like doing more, like getting the job freaking done, man. Like he just got the job done. Um, more than I think you reasonably could have asked for a rookie in this situation, even yeah. though it's Corbin Carroll and he's right. kind of past the point of being even being considered a rookie. Really, like uh, it's just like when you put it into the context of like he he's hasn't been playing baseball that long. Yeah, like like he hasn't been playing professional baseball very long at all, let alone in the majors. Like just in, at all, and now he's he's being the best player on, on the playoff team. <laughs> yeah, playoff now, yeah right. Now he's here like, impacting a team, one of the 12 teams left, and and honestly being one of the biggest contributors on the team uh, as far as the offense goes. We were concerned about the offense, right? Yeah. And I mean, honestly, for good reason. This team wasn't able to produce lately coming into this. And yeah. a lot of that, I'm sure, was fatigue. And and a lot of it, I'm sure, had to do with the fact that, you know, that this team is, has been playing essentially playoff games for what feels like a month. Yeah. Uh, every game felt like a playoff game and that kind of can take its toll on you. I think that they actually uh, have a, you know, had a chance to kind of enjoy, you know, the victory there, maybe give a, some of the guys like we saw on Sunday, get the day off, even though a lot of people are, are still uh, in disagreement about that and, and just kind of have some time to recenter themselves and, and find, you know, find, find the way to not have that pressure push down on them and and keep them from having productive at bats. We were saying it in the, even in the first inning, it wasn't much. I don't think they got a hit or even got a base mm -hmm. runner, but they were just having productive at yeah, bats. I mean, we they, saw they them taking pitches. We saw them pitches. Yeah, it was 17 pitches. Right. We weren't trying to get too excited about it because it was still Corbin Burns, but it still it felt like lifeless. they were. Yeah, exactly. Which we had seen a lot of, or I guess hadn't seen, like we've seen just the offense has been lifeless. A lot of innings where the starting pitcher throws throws 10 pitches yeah. or less and that's just not not how you can start a playoff game and they didn't and that yeah. i think was a big big part of that obviously uh like b says 
uh, Longo's veteran leadership is understated yeah. at times. I mean, absolutely. I, we could have just as easily given Longo the the yeah because it's not only like not only was he just making great defensive plays, which would have been unexpected from a 37 year old who hasn't done a whole lot this season, but it was like especially that that the double play. Yeah, like. They might not win this game. If it was he a lead make saving. Like, it was it, a lead it, saving it, play. It, yeah, it really like was. It was almost. It was almost as as important as like a home run. It, 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 he changed the game with his defense. Yep. Um, he did it obviously on accident, but him being a, a, a cagey vet who always knows what's going on, like that him misplaying that that dribbler to second and then getting out the guy that that rounded second too far, like. He won this game for them just as much as any of these the the, the guys we're talking about offensively did. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, it, B's brought up his veteran leadership, like being able to get into the, like get into the dugout after being down three nothing and just being able to be like been here before. It's fine when a lot of these guys haven't like invaluable. We've said it before, and we've said it. We will say it until we're blue in the face, and we will say it until this team is is no more. Uh, this team is a goddamn wagon, and you need to get the shirt wagon. that officially uh, roots on this wagon through the playoffs. Grab our wagon shirt right now over at the phnxlocker.com. Go get that shirt. Shirt's incredible. Do it for you JJ. guys are incredible. Do it for JJ. Uh, it's his favorite shirt. It, it it's is. for snake enthusiasts. It's his color. It absolutely is his color. He loves he loves beige. Uh, that's why he he's does. a big fan of Sean. Yeah, that's why we're homies. But uh, yeah, make sure to check out the, over at the phnxlocker.com. Get that wagon shirt. If you are a diehard member, you'll get 20% off. If you are not a diehard member, sign up to become a diehard member today. And guess what? You can have that shirt for free. You can pick out whatever shirt you want from the phnxlocker.com. You'll get 20% off all future purchases. You'll also get all sorts of discounts from our partners. You'll get access to our members-only Discord lounge. You will get so many benefits. So make sure to sign up today over at gophnx.com. Also, I am drinking a hot mm. not IPA uh, for a couple of reasons. One, because when we have wins around here, we drink beers. Uh, two, I'm out of my uh, I'm out of the uh, the joy bus. Uh -huh. So uh, this is my secondary beer for victories. But uh, you can definitely select from all of the wonderful they beers. They're drinking the baseball beer. That's right. Golden the baseball Lager. beer is the golden lager. Cheers to you, the uh, unofficial the people's producer. Unofficial baseball beer. The unofficial beer of it is. Explain to the people why I'm it's the official it's the beer. Unofficial beer of Major League it's Baseball. It's because when you pour it's, it in a cup, it absolutely it looks like a, is it looks a, like a you go you look up look up stock images of beer at a baseball game. The texture, the consistency, it's just fucking, perfect. it's everything you want it's in a art. baseball game. It's art. At a baseball beer. Yep. Uh, no matter what your favorite beer to drink at a baseball game, make sure it's a Four Peaks and make sure to check out their pumpkin porter if you haven't already. Mm. It's back. It's the fall state of mind, uh, and it is back on shelves and in draft lines throughout the Valley. Get it wherever you get your beers. Uh, make sure to visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite brewery tours and events. Steinholding, Oktoberfest, and Haunted Brewery Tours are right around the corner. And, uh, of course, I'm going to reveal to so many of you now that have not been here before. Uh, we found out the ghosts make the beer at mm, Four Peaks. True. We don't know how we that process that. works. It's very secretive, and they don't really advertise it, which I would think bring, would bring in tourists, Agreed. but whatever. Uh, you can check out at Four Peaks Brewer at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks, and please drink responsibly. Uh, of course. Football season is here. Everything is here. Everything's back. It's it's almost hockey season. It's almost basketball season. Uh, playoffs are in full swing. This goddamn wagon isn't going anywhere. So you all have lots of things to bet on over at DraftKings. But of course, the NFL season is going strong. And I know so many of you are big fans of putting down some money 
on the NFL. So DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking up new customers with an offer that's even stronger than the NFL season itself. Bet $5 on any game this week to secure $200 instantly in bonus bets. And it's not even just that. Uh, all customers can take advantage of a, of a sweetener offer every game day this October. So make sure to check out those offers, all of those things that you need to opt in for. They have all sorts of of odds increases they have uh insurance they have all sorts of things for you to tap into there at DraftKings. so get in on the game day greatness download the DraftKings sportsbook app now and use code phnx new customers can score those 200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five dollars on the nfl that's code phnx only on DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl the crown is yours and his mm -hmm. uh, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. Licensee partner, Golden, Nug Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. So, uh, this wasn't the only playoff game being played tonight, and obviously we are very interested in the outcomes of these other games. Uh, especially, we just kind of like to look over at friends at the Phillies, uh, who we know uh, probably wasn't the best matchup for us. And like he oh, said, that that uh, that atmosphere out there was electric. But can we take a look at some of those updates, you know Damon? Who didn't have fun in that atmosphere? Who didn't have fun the in that Miami atmosphere? Marlins. That's right. Jazz Chisholm didn't have no, he uh, did not. Did not fun. He out did there. make a good defensive play at one point, then someone out at home, but I don't mm. think he really did much at the plate. You know who didn't play very good defense today was the Tampa, the Tampa Bay Rays, Rays and their yeah. loss to the Texas Rangers. Four errors. Four errors. Uncommon for yeah. a team that usually plays very, very yeah, good. Yeah, I mean that seems like the mo for a team like Tampa Bay is you. You don't make mistakes. You don't do anything flashy. You just play fundamental baseball. And they did not do that today. Yep. And they got their ass kicked by the Rangers. Yeah, four to nothing. Uh, the Minnesota Twins, Petey's Minnesota Twins, win first game over, over the Leas, Toronto Blue Jays. Toronto Blue Jays. Oh, we have a, we have a civil a, war a in the PHNX Coyotes. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Well, it's not really civil if it's across international borders, I guess. Oh, that's like a, that's like a, that's just a <laughs> war. Just a war. That's a world <laughs> it's war. Just war. <laughs> it's, it's just across the border. That's fair. It's fucking war. Uh, All right, uh, but yeah. who, who are you rooting for on the AL? Do you have anybody that you're like kind of like? I don't. I mean, honestly, I I like the Blue Jays. Same. I've always been. I I've mean, always I, liked I, the Blue Jays. I, I watched a lot of 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 Buffalo Bisons baseball, so I, I was a fan of their AAA team. So I know a lot of the guys on that team. So they'll always have a spot, soft spot. Plus, I grew up relatively close there. But I, I'm also like the O's. It's the Orioles' dog. Yeah, like, I can I not kind of want to want them to win, especially. I mean, for as if if you're trying to just go ahead and say the Diamondbacks are going to be the representative for the National League, which yeah. we absolutely know they're going of to course. be. At uh, this point, then of course, the you know, you start thinking about who you want to match up with there. Oh, well, that's a fun. different question. That's a different question. That's a very different question. Yeah, um, who you want to match up with? If I want to match up, Minnesota probably Twins. Probably the yeah, the Twins. Yeah, or I don't the know. Blue Jays, honestly. I don't know. The twins smoked us when we played them, so I, yeah, I, I, mean, I don't nobody, forget that. going to be easy, but it was such a spanking that I'll never forget it. I, um, I although the twins would be hilarious because there's nothing that Major League Baseball wants more than a Minneapolis Phoenix uh, <laughs> uh, World Series. Your grandmother will love it. Like there's nothing <laughs> they want more than the twins and the Diamondbacks to be in the World yeah. Series after one of the most electric calendar years of baseball yeah. ever you get the diamondbacks and uh -huh. which like i'm not talking shit because no, i love fine. the diamondbacks yeah, but no you but know damn well where that i used to live and where major Nana league baseball now, wants the it. phillies and or wants the dodgers and 
I don't know. Is there, uh, I guess the Astros. Yeah. They're the big team in the American League. Like, it's kind of, no, not really good markets in the yeah. American League. Look, Flex is officially saying F the Yankees. So let's go. Let's frame let's that. Let's go, Flex. Let's get that. We're going to print that on a shirt. Let's go, Snake. For Sean so that he could take, <laughs> you know, yeah. wear that here to the office. Uh, 2BMC uh, says, from Toronto, live in AZ. Jay's World, D backs World Series would make my life complete. Listen, I would love that. Oh, it man. would make my life complete, too. I, I I am still saying that that trade between the Diamondbacks and the Blue Jays completely changed the Diamondbacks trajectory. It Gabriel is. Moreno being here and doing the things, especially here yes. in the playoffs for this team that he's doing is is amazing. And and you know, I I, I did cover it on a video I made mm-hmm. that Dalton Varsho has still been incredible. It's the for, it's the for Stephon the Diggs Justin Jefferson trade. Yeah. Both teams won. Yeah. Like we got our franchise catcher they got one of the best defensive players in baseball. Literally the best defensive player in baseball. His 27 defensive runs saved leave all lead all of major league baseball. Yeah, and obviously yeah. he's super versatile. Yeah. Um so super valuable for them. Like they're a playoff team too, but uh, see um uh wait, uh Tim, our friend Tim, uh again, also notorious mustache wearer, he says it was the playoff mustaches and I want to completely agree with him. He's right and that's Agreed. where I want to give credit where credit's due. We got Damon back there with his playoff stash. Yeah. I don't know if you guys seen. Damon, uh, can you put yourself on camera here, Damon? Is that too much to ask or is that also an issue? No, he says no. That's fine. I wanted to see. Okay, we got we all got stashes here. Okay, yeah, you saw so him on the pregame. You show. saw you show up to the pregame show and you'll see the stashes. Uh, but we do want to talk a little bit more about office business because yeah, we, we got- did post a video today revealing uh, basically that there's a spot. Yeah, we were here in the, the office. Right, there's a spot. I didn't even realize that when you were making the video that it was kind of revealing the magic. Yeah, that I really didn't tell people about yeah, the people spot. Yeah, people really yeah. know about the spot. So there's a spot here in the office, and I guess what you could say about the spot is the spot has very polarizing impact on Diamondbacks baseball. There games. are believers and non-believers. There are believers and non-believers, and much like and heretics. a lot of things in life, if you believe, then the magic is real. And if you're a naysayer, like the magic turns dark on you and usually <laughs> causes bad things to happen. Not so, just to you, but to those around you. There's something odd about Anthony Totri. He's so pure of heart and so wholesome <laughs> that somehow when he stands in the spot, it's like... <laughs> Say that out loud again, Derek. Say that with a straight fucking face, Derek. I, I, literally, I literally have been fucking toe tree in my phone with a little poop emoji but yeah no um for real toe tree stands in that spot and wonderful things happen for this team it's inexplicable i can't even i i can't i, I look I'm, I'm i'm a man of science i believe in reason i believe in numbers I believe in evidence i believe in evidence i don't believe in things like magic spots but guess what when Totri stands in this fucking square over here, it makes good things happen. But then there's that yeah, heretic Max just, Simpson. If that was the only thing, like, yeah, it would be whatever. But it's the wild. fact that there's there's adverse powers when the spots well, used okay, improperly so, is what really tells me there's something the, there. Okay, so so adversely, like you said, the problem is, is that Max Simpson doesn't believe in this magic. He thinks we're all crazy and that we're just manufacturing and making this up like it's I not think, a real thing. Well, I'll let you finish the explanation, but I think we're giving to Max too much credit by saying he doesn't believe in the magic. I think he 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 believes in the magic. He's just fucked up. Like what? What do you mean though? What like mean? I think he I think he does it because he likes being a heel. Oh. So he goes over there knowing damn well that he's going to stand over there and the Diamondbacks are going to give That's a two run bomb, and likes. then he's going to be like, "Oh, what? I didn't do anything." It literally oh, happened. What? Do we want to? Because that's about- exactly what happened. I mean, we want to talk about the home run. Yeah. I mean, like, go ahead. I mean, it was instantaneous. Uh, it was instantaneous. 
We, uh, we tried to uh, keep him out we, of the spot. We tell him repeatedly. We gave Owen a Two stick things. and told Two Owen things. to keep him out of the spot. Max Simpson. Do not bet on the arrows and the diamondbacks. That's one. Because that's you lose every day. Because he loses every bet the he makes. That's absolutely and the biggest. do not step on the spot. Yeah. And what did he do? Every time the diamondbacks have something going, he starts joking about, oh, oh, good thing I took the D-backs money line. And yeah. then he stands on the spot. And then what happens? The second he stands on the spot, two-run bomb from the bottom of the lineup for the Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah. The second he steps on the spot, the, the fact that he walked out here with blood pumping, Air flowing and two feet that he can walk on is a, is a miracle. Yeah, it's a miracle. We should have ended the man. We should have. He's not wrong. Uh, but luckily, even the GM, so Bookman knows. Well, he helped reverse the magic. He did. Saul again, pure of heart. Bro's giving a cernum now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> can and- I get a hallelujah? <laughs> Oh, uh, this is the kind of stuff that happens. Yeah, Saul, here. yeah. And then he stepped, like you said, he yeah. stepped in the spot to cleanse it. Yeah, Saul came and in. Look what Saul cleansed it. And then next thing you know, we're talking about a Diamondbacks. We victory. did also get some magic help from our friend. Oh, again, not magic because we don't believe in magic, just evidence and facts. That's true. Um, science. We're from our science. friends over at uh, No Free Ads, but Kung Fu Panda or Kung Fu Panda, Panda Express. <laughs> oh, yeah. He opened. He opened a but fortune I, I cookie. I took a big risk because I went to go get a fortune cookie. Yeah. And I well, opened it up and I when realized the team was still just up four and to three. I realized, he oh no, to open a goddamn well, fortune I, cookie. I just wanted to eat it. And as soon as I did it, I was like, oh no, I've made Crazy. a terrible mistake. Yeah. Whatever this 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 cookie is is going to have a massive effect on what happens. Yeah. I opened it up. He knew that. And it says, a friend's success will benefit you. Mm-hmm. Good thing I've got a team full of besties in the Arizona Diamondbacks mm-hmm. and their success. Has benefited me. He immediately started calling Cattell his bestie. Cattell was, was that bad. Was he did strike out, I think. Wild. So. But yeah. Cattell's my bestie still. So. Yeah. Um, again, there are a lot of positives going forward here for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah. Obviously, the biggest one being they're in the driver's seat. This is a three-game series. They literally need to just win one more game, and that like, yeah. seals it for If them. you're the Brewers, you have, you're have you looking at this now being like, oh, we have to go beat Merrill Kelly and Brandon Fott back to back. Correct. That's not easy. No, it's not. That's not easy. I'd be, I'm very curious. I would like to go back. Obviously, they haven't been starting back to back all year, but I'm very curious how often they have lost consecutive Merrill Kelly's at Dallas. Well, see, and that's the thing is usually Merrill Kelly this season for the Diamondbacks has been that guy that when they are losing or when they've had losses, he's the one that doesn't give yeah, up the losses. Exactly. So that part about Merrill is very encouraging you also have to factor in here that i don't uh, once again this was a man that did not want to even high five people in the seventh or eighth inning because i thought that was fucking insane a a Uh, buzzkill over here i was absolutely buzzkill like these (laughs) guys are trying to lose our mind they're trying to give me to celebrate at the top of his lungs it was wild juice sicko mode and he is just curled up in a ball because he's been hurt too many times i've been i've been hurt a lot by arizona sports but uh what i will say is that uh you know of course if the Diamondbacks do win tomorrow's game, uh, that would allow them to push please, Merrill Kelly please. to game one of their series with the Los Angeles Dodgers. It would have to do post-game shows every night, which is, I love doing these, but I would also like, would not rather just not have to do a losing post-game I've show. I've been up since five o'clock in the morning, and I've literally, I feel like I've been here at the office this whole time. I know I haven't, but I feel like I have been, but uh, I, I, I do love this, though, Can and just, this is, I'm juiced about this, I think this, they should honestly. just not lose any playoff games. I mean, that like, would be great. What was it, 13-0? There's no I think it's after hours of math that we did. Yeah, we called were, in a calculus special, special, uh, special. I know Patrick Lyons is here specialist. in the chat right now, so hopefully so Patrick Lyons can check our math on that. But um, also, uh, 
I think we're still going to be joined by Jesse Friedman, but I'm sure there's a lot of post game yeah, media stuff. Media, yeah. Yep. Uh, when it comes to Zach Gallon starting, of course he is starting away, and that's not great uh, because his home away splits have been notoriously bad this year. Uh, Zach Gallon has a 4.42 ERA. He is five and six on the road uh, versus his 2.47 ERA and his 12 and three record at home. So uh, they do have that working against them. However. I feel like that was once again kind of like a, a earlier on in the season thing kind of for Zach, whereas lately yeah. some of his road starts have been just fine. Plus, to me, like the 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 playoffs are such a different animal. Like it's a new beast that I, I'm just like, you. I mean, how how often do guys who are dominant in the postseason start get a reputation that they can't do it in the playoffs? Yeah, like that was David Price for the longest time yeah. until he, he eventually obviously rectified that with the 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 Red Sox. But like, I just I don't know. He's kind of a savage too. Yep. Show he's just gonna he gets the playoffs and I, I just yeah it's it's Zach Gallon like he seems like the kind of guy that lives for big moments. He does. Um, and so I I am not I, I am not putting too much stock into some of those those troubles that we have certainly seen him have like it he has certainly had problems in the or on the road at times but uh, I I I'm not worried about it. Let's talk instead of his. Uh as his issues on the road let's talk about how good he's been at times uh complete game shutout in chicago at in the wrigley middle, field in, in the hits. closest thing to a playoff game that the diamondbacks yep. have had in six years prior to tonight yep uh then he had that bad outing in new york against the mets and then the very good outing in new york against the yankees where he went six innings gave up three hits no unearned runs in the game against the mets five innings gave up six earned runs so again uh one bad couple of good starts out there and i mean starts uh the the good starts in chicago and, and new york those are those are kind of those were big games big big stadiums you know yeah. like i mean big kind of a, a big deal right so not, i mean not uh, huge attendance as far as new york is concerned yeah um losers and and again we talked about uh, a lot of contributions for this team uh, and that's what it's going to take it's going to take that all for the entire playoffs that's how this team won creating chaos, doing it as a team, having kind of at times that different guy that steps up and does it every single night. Uh, but Evan Longoria, again, deserves his flowers because what he did for this team was incredible. Uh, again, I think, uh, do you have that video that they were talking about? I think so. This is uh Tory pregame on yeah. why he started Evan Longoria. Yeah, this is great. I know I said it the other day when I started him against Verlander. Um, I just like the stability of the human being, the stability of the at-bat, the heartbeat. Um, you know, I know that he's face burns before. He's going to know the shape of the pitch. We all, we all will. Um, but there's familiarity there, and and he's going to know where he's got to he's got to land a pitch to to hit. And I just think he's got the right the right. Um, makeup and like I said heartbeat for what this team is going to be walking through I think we're young um, and there is that curiosity that I mentioned and I think everybody's going to look at him and be like hey you know what I'm going to, I'm going to watch what Longo's doing he might help me out help me relax a little bit um, defensively solid and you know I, I told him last night before um, before the workout I, I just gave a flyby and said make sure you Make sure you uh, go out and get all your, your, your best reps today because I got you starting at third base tomorrow. And, you know, most people would be like, awesome, high five, shake my hand, give me a hug, whatever. He's like, gotcha. He's tying his shoe. He didn't pick his head up. He's like, gotcha. That's why. What did a we, genius. Did we find our everyday third baseman? 
at least for the playoffs. I'm not going to yes. say next year, but like, yes, the answer I, is yes. I agree. I don't know because again, it's not like you're getting anything significant from any of the third baseman this year. So no. why would you not go? Why would you not stick with the one that a has playoff experience? Which is why you, you you chose him. And it's Patrick Lyons said right here. Longoria had started at third base only twice in Arizona's final 12 games of the season. Yeah, maybe maybe the thought process there was to rest him and to have him be available. Shit. Well, it looked Torrey's, like it was. Torrey's very big on that. He has been big on that since the first year managing he and needed it's, every ounce of energy he had in his body to make some of those especially that that, that, that double play catch, the double play like, that double play was incredible that's that felt like a little like long, young long ago yeah i mean more, more importantly not just that double play the one play that was kind of broken where he was able yeah. to you know yeah, just flip it over and, and get the out at yeah, second place like right stayed focused stayed with the play yeah that, that was huge that's and not then, something a lot of young guys are going to do you know what yeah I mean? no like, i mean you could totally see guys get just kind of fucking start beating themselves up and all of a sudden that guy's yeah. off to third. Yeah. yeah. Um, or, or he just gets back to second safely. Um, and, and he also mentioned another thing too, that I kind of talked about and he pointed out that like, it's the kind of guy that other, other, other players are going to look at and be like, I'm going to do what he's doing. Yeah. And, and it's like, even like I said, like when they were down three runs and you go into the, the dugout and he's there and just like, I've, we're fine. I've been here before type thing. Like, I, again, I don't think you can really overstate his importance. Like, as far as the intangibles are concerned yeah. to this team. How 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 he steadied the ship. And I think that there's something to be said about now the Diamondbacks are in a position, at least in game two, to not have the pressure on them. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. Uh, that that has to help a team that this season, when they've pressed, when the big moment's yeah. been on them, they and, tend to not be able to get, you know, we've talked about it. The it's the putting teams away. Yeah. Right. And that that's what that's what concerns me as far as that's concerned. Cause like today was the one day where there's really no pressure. But like now, tomorrow is a is a you can take someone out of the playoffs and move on to the NLDS. Um like that the pressure has shifted now. Yeah. And so it's a whole different kind of response for this team, right? It, it's okay, how are you gonna deal with the, the 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 bright lights, just the stage of being in the playoffs? They clearly handled that well. Okay, well now how are you gonna how are you gonna deal with being the favorite? Yeah. How are you going to deal with the expectation that you should win one of two games yep. and move on? Yeah. Um, I don't know, but I will say that based on what we saw tonight, like I'm encouraged. It, it It is a group of people that does largely seem like when they've had their struggles, it does not feel like it was because the moment was too big yeah. or anything like that. It's just because it's how baseball works and they, they go through those things sometimes. But like it. I feel confident that they are going to be able to respond to it, but it is a whole new set of circumstances that they're going to have to face tomorrow. We've talked a lot about them playing with house money, yeah. right? And when you play with house money, what that means typically you've won, right? You got this bevy of chips that you now can actually uh, just freely play with because who cares? Your $60 that you started with is back in your pocket. Yeah. So you can just rock on. But sometimes that's when you start fucking really winning, right? When you really don't have a goddamn care in the world mm -hmm. and you just start playing with no consequences yeah. because you're just out there to try to see, like, let's see what we can do. Let's yeah. see what what we can do, you know? Let's see what uh, what 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 old what old Derek, uh, what? you know, uh, being out there at a bachelor party yeah. with, with 50 bucks can do. What you I will say know? on the other side of that, though, is, is it's one thing to get sit down at a blackjack table put $10 down and lose $10. It's another thing to sit at a blackjack table, put $10 down, get up a hundred and then lose all hundred. Like, <laughs> and your other $10. Again, too. <laughs> now it's in a different, it's a different, it's a different yeah. situation, right? Like yeah. they, they, they are playing with house money. Now they have a chance to walk away 
yeah. and rob the house. But do you walk away? Most likely not. No, you we'll you, you want the big payday, right? We'll see. Yeah, you want the big payday. Yeah, I mean, that, that, it's not a perfect analogy because in this not, situation, we're all over the walking place, away but... and the big payday are kind of the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Like you want, but well, you know I mean, what we're saying. Yeah. You could lose it all or you could win. Let big. it roll. And I mean, said. well, and, and again, this, this team has kind of, you know, the expectations were low from the beginning yeah. and the expectations were low this, this, yeah. you know, even, I, even when this offseason or this say, postseason. Yeah, started. like. Yeah, the, the things shift, like the pressure might be on the Diamondbacks tomorrow, but if they lose that game or if they win it and now they're going on to play the Dodgers, like the pressure t- is taken off of them again. Now they have now they have just their the, the, the Cinderella team, the other every team that plays them, they don't want to be a part of that Cinderella story. Like now they've, they've really exceeded expectations and now all the pressure is on the Dodgers again. Uh, and so it's deal with this and you can. Yeah, you're in a good position again. Uh, Elise wants to talk about the sadness of losing Jake. We're not ready for that, Elise. We'll get we'll we'll talk about sad things when Jesse gets here. Usually that's what we do. Uh, but she says, of course, losing Jake. And now we have both Pavin and Jace as our left-handed bats off the bench. Uh, by the way, for you, there's there's new people here in the chat. Perhaps tonight, Elise is a known baseball executive. We're not we haven't pinpointed if she's a GM or front office personnel or what organization she works for but she's clearly shown her hand uh, on more than one occasion brianna says no pressure no diamonds i love that True. because that is exactly what it's going to take and i mean uh there there there's something kind of beyond just the fact that the diamondbacks are winning in the playoffs and and anything can happen at this point yeah there is something to be said for the experience brandon fought corbin carroll oh, gabriel 100%. moreno geraldo perdomo all of these young guys are getting being here for the first time we've said they're ahead of schedule and this is their chance not only to be ahead of schedule but to also use that time for that experience to soak in and yeah. and and in the future when they're back here uh also be ready for the moment yeah. maybe maybe be even more ready for the exactly moment. yeah I, I, for sure and i mean it's funny because we, damon and i were at the the game on friday when gabby almost hit that huge home run and we walked out joking like if he had done that like call it gaga star is born like <laughs> and it, that's what it was tonight like it, it really did feel like okay the, yeah these guys like sure corbin is gonna win rookie of the year and but outside of that like i don't think people really knew about the young guys like, people didn't really know about gavin moreno but even then even with corbin it's like okay but do it in the postseason like it doesn't matter uh, you know you could be great in the regular season but if you shrink in the postseason those matter. bat flips the bat flips were insane. oh my god but that, those were moments where like stars were born they were like ah we're we're here I don't yeah. know if you know my name. It's Corbin Carroll. Yeah. This is my friend Gabrielle Moreno. Yeah. If you don't know it, you better learn because yeah. you're going to be saying it all. Yeah. It was awesome. The, uh, yeah, was it? This, this is Gabby Moreno. He's a bona fide stud and a certified G. And you can't and you can't teach, teach, that. teach that. 425 foot home run uh, tonight Dom, uh, was the was the longest of his career. Uh, yeah, it and, was a great day to be great. Um, resident Reds fan. So you had to find someone to start rooting for because welcome team not in the we're we're we'll we'll welcome you Dom's Dom, the boy, so I'm gonna talk shit but Dom got the greatest picture of Rihanna ever right? I would argue oh, one of the greatest sure. photos of the history of in the history of mankind yeah, yeah just in history that's true that's true uh well there's a there's one more important thing about the Diamondbacks winning uh this wild card series with the Brewers and that would be that we would get to watch playoff baseball here in Arizona mm. should they advance to uh, the next round against the Los Angeles Dodgers. And of course, 
a great place for you to get your tickets is at Game Time. Uh, Game Time is the last is the place for last minute ticket deals, and it's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. And trust me, when these playoff series all of a sudden uh, materialize, it's it happens very fast. Yeah, you can miss out on the day tickets go on sale very quickly. So make sure if you do that, you do not miss out on going to the fastest growing ticketing app in the country, uh, and you can snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. All you have to do is download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code PHNX for twenty dollars off your first order. Terms do apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Uh, and of course, a great way to celebrate a win isn't just with beers and isn't just with shouting like me and this guy do. It's also with OG's brands like me and this guy do. Sure. Uh, make sure to check out our friends at OG's brands. It's a perfect way. Uh, sunny Sativa, maybe to just get you more hyped, maybe a Mellow Indica so you can actually sleep after a big win like this. I don't know. But if you are stuck on what kind of gummies to get, OG's took the guesswork out of it for you with their brand new mixed bags. They have mixed bags with the fruits, mixed bags with the creams. It's just like, you know, you know, just like the candies out there you can get that have the all sorts of different flavors in one bag you can get that with og's brands red apple watermelon peach and the fruits blackberries and cream orange cream skull peaches and cream and the creams all of those hall of fame flavors in one place and of course like i said they're both available in a sunny sativa or mellow indica and yes i did say it without stuttering flavor yeah. that time I'm, I'm proud Probably. of myself yeah uh, you, but again stumble over as i stumble over more <laughs> words but uh og's does allow you to customize your experience based on the mood or time of day so check out our friends at og's brands for yourself and try one or a few of their many delicious flavors check them out across all socials at og's brands and online at ogsbrands.com to find them at a local dispensary near you must be 21 or over to enjoy and please enjoy responsibly what a what timing well look at that time it's because me, me and jesse we share brains sometimes mm. and i know he doesn't like that he definitely doesn't like sharing a brain with me because it's a weird place in here but uh, i do get a lot of baseball sad information from from that connection and uh he is here now joining us from american family field it's one and only jesse friedman jesse Just what's say. up buddy Oh, oh, Jesse has himself muted. Jesse, are you muted? We don't have any sound from you. We, uh, kick him out and, and call back, Jesse. I don't think this. I don't think it's anyone's fault. I yeah, it's, I, I think, think it's the ecam. Yeah, I think we've sometimes sometimes we get those technical difficulties. But uh, yeah, Jesse, we'll have you just uh, log out and come back into ecam, and hopefully we'll get that right. Uh, I do want to talk to Jesse, obviously, about Jake McCarthy's injury. Uh, I do have some super chats to deal with, by the way, really fact. Uh, Kevin Haskey, thank you so much for the $5 super chat. We love you. We appreciate you. Uh, JSW789 uh, says, massive win tonight. Walker came in clutch with the two-run double, made the ninth inning a lot less stressful. Absolutely. Uh, that was that was a very stressful time for me, and I was glad to get through it. Of course, Piece of Yoshi, notorious troublemaker, known troublemaker, uh, with his super chats, has fought. Also gave up weak singles a lot, it felt like. And yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot to be encouraged about when Brand with Brandon Fott's start. I don't want to act like it's not. Like we saw a lot of things, especially with him kind of being rattled in the first couple of batters and then mm. settling in. That was very encouraging. But uh, again, I mean, at, at the end of the day, it's like like you guys said, he he made you know made so he adapted and and at least gave the Diamondbacks an opportunity to win by at least keeping that deficit low, you know, and, and keeping it to three runs and allowing yeah. the bullpen to come in and take care of business. But, sure. uh, okay. Jesse is, is Jesse back yet? Jesse. Do we have sound? Maybe. Testing yeah. one two. Testing one two. Let's go, baby. Sound. Diamondbacks win. Beautiful. What a night, Jesse. 
Yeah, it turns out there's a mute button on this. Uh, I brought my fancy microphone here to Milwaukee, and there's like a there's like an actual mute button, like a physical mute button, yeah. but it's like touch based. Yeah. So apparently, I pressed the mute button at some point. Good, uh, but anyway, uh, here we are, and uh, and absolutely, yeah, just an enormous, an enormous win, enormous game uh, for the Diamondbacks uh, all the way around. The Diamondbacks just flipped the script here in a number of different ways, right? Yeah. I mean, they're their offense had been struggling, scoring three runs in their final four games of the regular season. They come into here and, you know, they did they did have some missed opportunities. They did let some opportunities slide. They weren't great with runners in scoring position in this game. But, you know, when you when you get the long ball three separate times, that that puts you in a in a pretty good position. And, you know, Corbin Carroll and Cattell Marte back-to-back home runs. That was the first not not only back-to-back home runs, but back-to-back pitches. Uh, that were home runs against Corbin Burns. That's the first time that's happened in Corbin Burns' career uh, where he's given up home runs on back-to-back pitches. So that was was a pretty crazy development, just how the game went from three to nothing to tied in the matter of literally about 15 seconds. Uh, And then, you know, uh, you got Gabby Moreno hitting that big home run in in the next inning, got a hanging slider and and did what you're supposed to do with that kind of pitch. We've seen Gabby really tap into that power lately. Uh, And then, you know, Christian Walker coming through uh, with a big, a big hit there in the ninth inning to give the Diamondbacks uh, insurance. But what Torrey Lovello really said, ultimately, the reason the Diamondbacks won this game is because of their bullpen. And we've Mm -hmm. said that a number of times over the last month. Something that we probably never thought we would say about the 2023 Diamondbacks never. team that the Diamondbacks are winning games, not just in not in spite of their bullpen, uh, but because of it, because their bullpen outperformed one of the best bullpens in all of baseball uh, here tonight. And, and that's why the Diamondbacks are up one nothing. And that's why the Brewers at this point, Craig Council, after the game, acknowledge in a three game series, you lose game one, your back is against the wall right away. And, and that's even more so true given that neither Zach Gallen nor Merrill Kelly pitched in this game. Mm-hmm. D-backs have their, their best starter going in game two tomorrow. The Brewers are in a really tough spot after this one. And I think that's the thing. Like you said, the, the, the fact that the Brewers kind of have not, I, I don't want to knock Wade Miley or whoever they go as their third option for starting, but like, yeah, the Diamondbacks have two studs and and they had Brandon Fott, which they didn't know what they were going to get out of him. And now they were able to get through that game with a win. And now they have nothing but nothing but their studs left as far as this three game series is concerned. It also seems to and I don't want to just immediately assume that tomorrow's a win. But if they can win in Zach Gallon's start that that helps them out significantly as far as Merrill Kelly now being available to start game one against the Los Angeles Dodgers. It does. Yeah, that's that's so true. It brings back memories of, you know, when the Diamondbacks were in the postseason the last time in 2017. And yes, they did win that wild card game, but they had to not only use Zach Granke, but they also had to use Robbie Ray in order yes. to do it. And it yes. just set them up for failure for, for the next series. So it's not I mean, for the D-backs, again, as we've said many times, they've already exceeded expectations. They're already they, they've already yeah. gone farther than a lot of people expected them to. But keeping the big picture in mind, if they want to have a shot to, to really you know, make some noise here in the postseason. You probably don't want, you know, uh, Brandon Fott or, or Ryan Nelson or, you know, the full on bullpen game. You probably want to avoid that, you know, in, in game one, if the Diamondbacks were able to get to Los Angeles. So 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, they they had a chance to get Gallon in, in this game and Merrill Kelly tomorrow. They weren't able to capitalize on that opportunity. They've got another opportunity here tomorrow to set themselves up well for that Los Angeles series if they get there. And uh, we'll see if they're if they're able to do that. Um, to me, the story of the game is is Evan Longoria. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> what, what, just obviously, yes. like people keep saying he found the, the, the fountain of youth. Uh, I mean, what what did people have to say? Because I have to imagine that was a topic of conversation after the game. Yeah, yeah, just uh, just uh, unreal play, right? Uh, I mean, there were multiple impressive plays for him. Yes. Uh, but the the big one, I think everybody knows, it's yeah. doubling Willie Adamas off of second base in an inning in which the Milwaukee Brewers had the bases loaded and nobody out to start the inning. Yeah. Three consecutive singles. I believe that's when Ryan Nelson was in the game. Correct. And the D-backs were in a in a really tough spot. It was like, all right, you know, you're able to get the lead, but you're you know you're probably about to give it back and and maybe then some. And you know, a, a big strikeout, and then that play where Evan Longoria, uh, what really stood out to me about what he said after the game is he he said that sometimes it's a natural instinct thing, right? Like you're either going to make that play because of your natural instincts, or you're just not going to make that play. Like you don't have mm -hmm. time yeah. to think about something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and so he acknowledged after the game, he was like, I feel like a lot of times I don't even jump on a play like that. It's just like <laughs> not, it's not like my natural instinct. Uh, and so, you know, sometimes that, that goes over my head and I, and I don't even, yeah. I'm not even able to make an effort because that's just, you know, sort of the way that my body reacts. Uh, and he said, you know, for whatever reason, my body reacted in that way, uh, in that moment. And, and Tori also talked before the game, I, I asked Tori about getting Evan Longoria in this lineup. He obviously had a decision to make at third base. Uh, Jace Peterson was ultimately added to the roster, even, even though, uh, he hadn't been at that time. We were doing our pregame conversation. Uh, but Emmanuel Rivera is also on this roster, and, and Torrey had to make a decision about what to do at third base, a position that the D-backs just haven't really gotten much of anything from over the last couple months. And he talked about Evan Longoria and just the experience that he has uh, having the right heartbeat, you know, for for a moment like this, an expression that Torrey likes to use a lot of the time. Yes. And he talked about how when he told Evan Longoria before this game that, that Evan Longoria was in the lineup today, Longoria responded by just saying, all right, I gotcha. It, it wasn't, and, and Tori said that stood out to him because, you know, usually a player would respond by saying, you know, let's go. Like that fires me up. You know, they would, they yeah. would have some sort of an emotional reaction for Evan Longoria being business. the veteran that he is. It was, it was business. business. It was all business. Usual. It was like, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. I got you. I'm going to do this. Uh, and, and yeah, I mean, he, Evan Longoria didn't have a great day at the plate, but yeah. as Sean said, you could argue the Diamondbacks won this game in large part because of his contributions defensively. Those, those, those are the actions of a person that give you goosebumps. That gets you know me what I mean? fired up. When and someone's <laughs> just like that, like, you're like, damn. Oh, they're building. <laughs> and the fact that he's out here making, his instincts are having to make plays that he wouldn't normally be making. Team of destiny. It's, it's written <laughs> in the stars. Jesse, you know these. You know these two have been hard to hard to contain throughout this victory. But... Are, you, are you trying to leave yourself out of that? Is that what oh, I'm hearing? Jesse, you should have seen oh, me. No, I was in Leah's office. Was I was wrapped us. up around the snake, he, he, so he they couldn't up. break my neck. With Jesse, the, he quit break on my us. heart. You would have been more animated they could than say he was. Give up. I didn't. I refused. <laughs> I refused to take part in it. I refused to take part in it until I felt like, like the we would have hit a secure. three run home run. Jesse would have been like, "Oh, that's a big home run." 
And Derek not was that would have been more word. than not how word. Derek was Derek behaving. Was it was unbelievable. You would, you would have been proud of me, actually. You would have been quite proud. I think you. No, I think you would have been disappointed. Nah, nah Jesse. Jesse would have been proud of me. Who but. took our Derek? <laughs> what is? Who is this? And what did you do with Derek? <laughs> so uh, obviously. A lot of the moves Tori made uh, tonight were the right ones, it felt like, right? The yeah. bullpen, definitely yeah. incredible. And, like, we had a hard time not giving the King Snake just to the whole entire bullpen. Or Kevin Ginkle specifically mm. for just literally putting fire in our in our blood. Turn me up. He was, yeah, Kevin Ginkle does get animated, like, walking walking off the field after, after getting a, a big strikeout or something. Yeah. But he was some kind of animated when he was, he was walking off the field. Oh, my. And, and deservedly so, right? Kevin Ginkle was able to go out and give the Diamondbacks not one but two innings, something that I don't believe Tori Lovello has asked that of Kevin Ginkle in quite a while. There was a stint in June, I want to say, where the D-backs were sort of using Ginkle in, in a multi-inning role regularly. This was back way before you know he was this is back when he was sent down to the minors uh this is back way before he was the diamondbacks regular eighth inning man but yeah that was a lot for tory lavello to ask of him and and you know ginkle faced the minimum through those two innings got a big double play in the seventh uh struck out the side in order in the eighth just a, a huge outing for for him all the way around and another thing that tory lavello mentioned after this game was the plan was to extend ryan nelson another inning uh, which I kind of suspected when Nelson came in the game that he wasn't in there to just, you know, get no. three outs or something. He was probably going to, you know, Torrey was probably going to try to get some length out of Nelson, and that didn't happen. Nelson really struggled. He came in, and as we said before, I believe the, the first three hitters against him all reached three consecutive singles for the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, so Nelson wasn't able to get, you know, those six outs or, or whatever it was, and Torrey pointed out that Kevin Ginkle was the one who sort of made up for that. I don't think it was in the plans going in to give Kevin Ginkle two innings in this game, uh, but he did that, and and you could you could tell. His, I mean, his emotions coming off the field, he was he was majorly fired up, and and rightfully so. Yeah, Nob pointed out uh, the last time he pitched two innings was June 11th, but you were right. Like in yeah. in May, he had pitched he had three four separate two inning outings in just the month of May. So yeah, it was something he did a decent amount early on. He pitched two and two thirds at one point. Yep. Yeah, it was kind of a thing. That was like kind of his role there for for a couple of weeks, which is really weird. To it wasn't like a multi-inning like relief ace kind of a role, you know, where where Archie Bradley back in the day, or you know, Josh Hader a few years ago, like oh yeah, our, mm -hmm. he's our best reliever. We're gonna have him get six out sometimes. It was Kevin Ginkle just being kind of like this guy, you know, sort of a middle inning reliever type yeah. who who didn't have a super defined role. And you know, with the second half that he has, he obviously ascended and. Now he's been, you know, arguably the Diamondbacks' most valuable relief pitcher this season. So tomorrow the Diamondbacks will have Bryce Jarvis available, Ryan Nelson available perhaps, uh, perhaps. Andrew Saul Frank, yeah. uh, and Luis Frias that weren't used today. We know Saul Frank has been very good for this team. We know Bryce Jarvis can eat up some innings. Luis Frias obviously uh, has has been good as of late for this time, but or for this team. But you think that. Lavello's still going to call on Seawald and Ginkle a lot. Do you think Ginkle maybe doesn't get called on as much? What do you what do you foresee happening with the bullpen? It's a really good question. Yeah, uh, I think Seawald's fine. Uh, you know, off day yesterday, uh, but and he didn't throw that many pitches. He really didn't. Kevin Kevin Ginkle would be a little bit more. I know there was there was an incident not that long ago where Kevin Ginkle was was mm. extended a little bit. I think he threw like 60 pitches or something yeah. on back-to-back -back days. Yes. Uh, Torrey tried to go back to him a couple days later, and, and that was his outing in New York 
uh, a game that the Diamondbacks lost in New York against the Yankees. And it was in no small part because Kevin Ginkle just really struggled that day and, and had a bad outing and admitted after the fact that he was feeling pretty sore going into that game. So I'm sure that Tori is going to be cognizant of that and will you know, maybe have some conversations with Ginkle along those lines to make sure that he's ready to go if the Diamondbacks do, in fact, uh, you know, if they're in position to use him tomorrow. Uh, but there is also this element where, you know, if if you're up, if you have a lead tomorrow, if you uh, if you feel that you have a real chance to put this series away in two games, I don't think game one in Los Angeles would start until Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. So you would have a couple of days off after that and still feel like these guys would be fresh, you know, going into that series. So, you know, may, maybe there's a scenario where Tory, regardless of, of what pitch counts look like today, is like, hey, we got a chance to put this thing away. Let's let's do everything we can. Let's use our best relief pitchers. And we're going to have a couple of days off to get ready for, for that Los Angeles series afterwards. Yeah, there's a lot of people in the chat kind of talking about some that we touched on earlier, too. Like this, I mean. Obviously, you had to use the bullpen, but like now, it is it is so important to get a good outing from from Zach Gallon, or else, yeah, oh boy, yeah. or I mean, I'll or else, like it, it it'll get yeah. It'll get I mean, bad. these these guys can go back to backs, right? I mean, it's yeah. it's not a scenario where it's like oh, you know, only the pitchers who weren't used today are fresh and ready to go tomorrow. Yeah. Right. I think Ginkle, I'd have to look back at the pitch counts. Ginkle might be the only guy where you yeah. maybe want to stay away from him. I agree. Patrick, the, the Patrick just put him in the chat for us. 14 from Mantiply, 10 from Castro, 15 from Nelson. Uh, Thompson threw 23 as well. Thompson, yeah, so 23. Thompson, yeah. Ginkle, 25, 25. And then all 11. Yeah. So chances so, yeah, are Thompson you're, and you're Ginkle. In, yeah, may, you know, maybe you would want to stay away from those guys, but I'm not necessarily convinced of that. I mean, I'm yeah. sure that, I mean, you know, that's especially pretty reason, if it's a pretty reasonable ask. Especially if it's to win the game. Like, you know, you're getting an off day if yeah. you can finish out the game. So you're what's getting your two off days. Yeah, true, you're getting yeah, two true, off yeah, days yeah. after yeah. that. Uh, what's your biggest takeaway for from tonight, Jesse? I guess what what was your biggest surprise about this win and, and how the Diamondbacks were able to do it? Oh, man. Uh, I mean, there are so many different storylines. This was an insane baseball game. I mean, it, it, really it was. was it was uh, one of the most, especially like about the halfway point. I know the Brewers offense kind of shut down a little bit toward toward the end of this one. But I mean, the Brewers had like 12 hits through five or six innings. Mm -hmm. uh, they had all kinds of traffic around the bases. There was that situation we talked about uh, you know, in loaded. the fifth where, yeah, yeah, where Longo made that play. That was bases loaded, nobody out. Somehow the Brewers didn't score. There's also another situation that I think is important to point out. Brandon fought in that first inning, you know, disastrous yeah. start for him. First three guys reach, you know, you have to wonder kind of what's going through his mind in a situation like that. Uh, but he bounced back and got three consecutive strikeouts to get out of that inning and limit the damage there to, to one run. That, that was really big. Uh, there was another, you know, another situation in this game where Joe Mantiply, uh, I think he walked the first guy he faced to, to load the bases, but he was ultimately able to, to get out of that inning as well. So the D-backs kind of walked the high wire in, in some of those situations. And yes. like we said from the top, I mean, the, this bullpen, it, it's it's unprecedented how the Diamondbacks bullpen has been able to to turn things around this season and and yeah not not just be a bullpen that can get by and not lose you games but a bullpen that can actually win you games like what we saw tonight in milwaukee the honest answer to that is the additions they made to the bullpen yeah not necessarily all of the subtractions but the way andrew saul frank has pitched the way ryan thompson has pitched the way kevin ginkle oh, yeah. has continued to push right. just like kind of i mean it is an addition because guys became someone they weren't but like 
But see, Kevin Ginkle, I'm honestly, I mean, we had a show not to the like when he got sent down where we were like, is this really the guy that should yeah, be sent right. down out of the bullpen? Because his ERA was sub three and he was pitching very well. And when they called him back up, he pitched even better. And and honestly, Kevin Ginkle, with the exception of a few outings, has been uh, absolutely lights out for this team. And and probably if, if they wouldn't have acquired Seawald, I would 100 percent see Kevin Ginkle being this team's closer, uh, who, who the, the guy that became that, right? So it definitely yeah. feels like Tory trusts him in all the big, the high leverage situations. And he knows that he is, is going to go to Seawald in the ninth. So he knows he can do things like he did tonight and get the two, two innings out of Kevin. Uh, and, and, you know, he did a wonderful job. He just did a great job. Four, four strikeouts. Couldn't ask for more out of the guy. But uh, Jesse, I know you'll be out there in Milwaukee. We'll try to get you home as soon as possible. So hopefully tomorrow's the last day. Well, I, I mean, it might. It sounds like I might not be flying home uh, potentially, depending on on how this goes. Hey. I don't know. I don't yeah, know how the just, travel plans will work out. Sending, Maybe I'll yeah, stop. And, just stay there. Phoenix we'll before. get your ticket to Los Angeles. It'll be fine. You'll be on your way. Well, we'll see how we'll see how it works. <laughs> One thing I do want to I do want to mention real quick before before I head out. Uh, Corbin Carroll hit the ball 444 feet tonight, and I just think we have to point <laughs> out that he's. He's 5'10", 165 pounds, and never lose just, faith, short kings. 444 feet. That. You too. 444. That was the that was the second longest home run of of the season. I I don't actually remember what what the what the Jesus. top one was. I'd have to go back and check. Uh, but Gabby Moreno, uh, his home run was also 425. You know, that, that was yeah, 425. That was the longest of of his career as well, and. I mean, those are two guys who I think they've had some doubts about their power production at, at various points in their professional careers, right? Corbin Carroll, you know, at his size, we had conversations on this show before he came up. Can a guy who's 5'10", 165, can he really hit for power in the majors? <laughs> like we know, we know he's doing, he's doing the thing in Amarillo and Reno, but I mean, he's basically been hitting on the moon. Like anyone can hit home. Those runs are there, hitter right? park. Yeah. Those um, are hitter friendly parks. But yeah, I mean, he he comes up here to the majors. He hits 25 home runs uh, in the regular season, and and he hit uh, just an enormous hit uh, that that two run home run that got the Diamondbacks back in the game. That was huge. A lot of guys talked after the game about how much that just allowed this team to kind of relax, uh, you know, down three nothing early, and uh, and and yeah, I mean, similar story with Gabby Moreno, where coming over from Toronto was like, all right, this guy can. This guy can really hit. We don't really yes. know how much power is in there, yes. but like he might be able to hit 300, uh, you know, and, and even if he doesn't have much power, he's still a good hitter. I think Gabby has really shown lately, especially in the second half of the season, that there's some power in there too. I know that was a hanging slider from Corbin Burns. I know a lot of major league hitters probably could hit that over the fence, but there's something about the authority of, of some of these home runs off of his bat that, you know, I, I think shows what kind of potential he might have in the future to, to not only hit 10 home runs, but, you know, maybe hit 15 home runs, maybe be a guy where power can really be a legitimate part of his game. Julianne in the comments said Moreno has dad power. Ask, name. Is that real? Like, did, what? You, did you get stronger after you? I absolutely got stronger. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's just something that happens. Miguel Castro is stronger. Uh, we, could you imagine Corbin Carroll leveling up I mean, and having we, a kid? I think they just need to start having babies. That's it. That's what it needs to come down <laughs> Corbin's going to be hitting 50 a year if he it's, has a kid. Yeah, it's going to be incredible. Just one-handed all the time. Forget, forget the gym. I don't need to work out anymore. Yeah, I just need to just have, a, have kid a kid and I'll be all right. Let's get that dad strength. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't do much for like the, like, it doesn't physically make you look stronger. It just is like a mythic. 
Like it's an internal strength. Yeah. It comes from deep within. It's absolutely there. <laughs> and I can confirm that it's there. Jesse, we'll talk to you tomorrow. We thank you so much for your insight. And of course we thank you for uh, braving the cheese curds and everything else that you're <laughs> probably eating out you there. Have, in any, Wisconsin. have you had any brats or anything yet? Uh, <laughs> praising the cheese curds is like it's just like a war scene of cheese curds out here. You guys wouldn't believe this. <laughs> just, just cheese left and right. Unfortunately, uh, yeah, no, no, like local, uh, any kind of food, anything like that yet. Hopefully, I'll get a chance to. I'm not really sure that the press box, like dining area is like the place to experience the local the taste of milwaukee go down to the goddamn concourse <laughs> and get yourself something good pal i might, I might, I might do that i might All do right. that tomorrow yeah today we had tacos which were which were solid no, but that's no. not exactly you don't go to fucking milwaukee we've got we've got arizona in town let's give them tacos that's crazy tacos i'm offended oh my god all right tuesday all right well we want pictures of what you're eating tomorrow for sure that's the if, most if it's thing. worth if it's worth sending pictures and i'll send <laughs> yeah. them i think uh, i'm gonna have cereal for breakfast maybe well, i won't maybe i won't bother sending you a picture of that but we'll, that, we'll see that video you <laughs> sent earlier was tory uh knowing that that evan lagoria was gonna have the game that he had so i mean maybe ask tory what you should eat he's psychic he knows lots of stuff he's got the, he's go. got the power in the stash and then the gray goes down and that's where the wisdom comes from and that's why you don't want to fight him that's according to the guys at john boy i think uh, i like their theory though because i think i have the black mustache with the gray beard mm -hmm. going too so uh but jesse all right don't eat any more tacos and we'll talk to you tomorrow <laughs> all right see you guys see you man no tacos or else yeah because you know that's crazy you go to milwaukee to eat yeah, tacos. That, that's that is an absolute you don't go to milwaukee to eat tacos you go to illegal pete's to eat tacos that's mm. where you go to eat tacos or, rolls or burritos yeah. or burritos you're keep upstaging me on this i know i'm a bull he knows, guy he knows the menu so much better than i do i but, wasn't about that it was just uh, more i'm a bull guy you are a bull guy i need to maybe be a bull guy i don't know Listen, the carbs aren't great uh, no, 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 because I'm a bowl guy, but I'll get a tortilla on the side. Oh, the carbs, or you oh. get the chips on the side. Like it's not about that. All right, it's just the control. But I want the I want the the easiness of a wrap right well, in front of my hand. But, right. but, but 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 why? I'm going to illegal Pete's. I'm sitting down. I'm getting the market, but I'm getting the market. Are you going on a walk though? Uh, yeah, exactly. Like you, you need to be mobile. With your hands. No, no. Yeah. Get a fork. You can eat with the chips. Yeah. But you sit down. You set it down. You make much less of a mess. I don't know why I went down. <laughs> I, don't I don't know, know where that came from. Like, where where his accent you said came it from? Down. Was incredible. Uh, but <laughs> and then you sip on a, a prickly pear margarita. All right, I like it. That's what I'm going to do, and that's what you should do too. Of course, patio season is here. Beautiful weather outside. Make sure to stop by Illegal Pete's. They have the strongest margaritas in Arizona. And, of course, Illegal Pete's is your go-to spot this summer. Stop by for happy hour, 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. every day at all 12 locations. And Illegal Pete's the go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer for 28 years. And yes, Jesse. the PHNX Sun Devils uh, game day hangout this oh, that's Saturday. Right. That's right. At Illegal Pete's for the CU Buffs game. And uh, if you're not even an ASU fan, show up with me and we can make fun of ASU fans together. Or we can all go down out. the street to oh, the like DNVR that. takeover and make fun of Buffs fans yep. uh, for their their five months. Yeah, the fandom. DNVR crew will be here as yeah, well. Yeah, DNVR crew will be in town. So look, that was Fun a great content. There. Follow PHNS on the Sun Devils. That's right. Yeah, I know. Wait. User confirmed. I really did sound like a Pittsburgh. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's it's for sure. Uh, also, Speaking of Colorado and U of A, uh, if you're a fan of either one of those teams, a great way to show your fandom is with Saturday Neon LED uh, signs. These are LED neon signs uh, from a company started by two friends and former college roommates. 
that makes officially licensed coll collegiate logo LED signs. Whether you're a diehard or a casual supporter, make sure to check out what they have to offer. Uh, they have officially licensed uh, for 19 select schools, including Arizona, Colorado, Alabama, Wisconsin, Auburn, and many others. So make sure to check them out. They make great gifts uh, for this holiday season. And, of course, you can go to SaturdayNeon.com and use code PHNX for 10% off your order. Free shipping for all orders over $200. Most importantly, go out and get yourself the wagon shirt. Order it now. That way you have it in time uh, for the Los Angeles Dodgers series. That's inevitable now True. at this point. But whoa, whoa, whoa. Was, whoa that, was that, that wrong? Whoa, no. Oh. Inevitable? Oh, oh, oh. The guys that were cheering all night long when I thought they were going to Oh, now I can't say oh, that. Living in the moment oh, is that's fine. that's crossing a living line. In, yes, it is. Living in the moment <laughs> is fine. Saying they're going to win the World Series, fine. But saying that the, them winning this series is inevitable is Nothing unbelievable. I do is fine. Nothing we do is fine. Back here. Yeah, How I mean, the it's hell the, did Derek watch that game? He's Just holding, no, no he's no emotion, but now, now the holding, series is a lot. He's holding his head on, his, hands on his head. It's he's absurd. Karma. It's crazy. Even 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 Jesse Jr.'s mouth is left ajar. You guys are absolutely monsters. But <laughs> of course, uh, get your get even, your shirt. Even Fodge is in the chat telling you <laughs> to knock it off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care about any of you guys. You guys were all saying World Series bound before this game even started, so whatever. But anyway, uh, grab that wagon shirt so you have it in time for it's the World so Series. Get it uh, for the World Series. For uh, the World Series, yeah. yeah. See, that's not a, that's not crossing. That's line. not crossing no, a line. That's fine. Okay, now we're I'm going getting, to the World Series. I'm but the to say that this, now, this, 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 I'm understanding. You're getting the rules. Oh, you're getting the rules. Yeah, well, I mean, well, the thing is, I thought if we went to World Series, then that would make the series <laughs> with the Los Angeles <laughs> Dodgers yeah. inevitable. No, no, I don't know I also, anything. Someone commented it. The the Wisconsin mind would baffle at the idea of a sonoran dog like i just love i just love the idea that like they they're just so wildly uncultured that the idea of putting something other than like ketchup and mustard on a hot dog would just blow their minds our guy tim uh he's i don't know where he's at but tim i know for a fact he sent us a picture he did make a sonoran dog at home based on our suggestion so and i am very excited about it, it was delicious looking too he made it perfectly so the wagon shirt is the official shirt of the playoffs because remember yep. no one circles the wagons like the arizona diamondbacks yeah um, you guys will say anything is is cursing anything anymore, so it doesn't matter. I can't say anything around here. Uh, <laughs> no, you can say plenty I can't of things. Do shit around here. Like they're uh, going to the World Series. That's, yeah, fine. that's fine. Say that. But anyway, uh, we appreciate you guys, of course, for rooting for this wagon. We appreciate you guys for stopping by tonight. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Cap underscore Caveman with a K. This absolute maniac is at Sean underscore DePause. Jesse Friedman is at Jesse and Friedman. Jesse you can Juniors. follow Jesse Jr. at Jesse and J Jr. Jesse Freeman Jr. Yeah, PHNX JJ. Uh, you can follow the people's producer. That's Damon Dog. We are Damon's Dogs. Uh, you can follow him at Damon Dog. That's D A W G. But our show is at PHNX underscore D backs. We have some fun over there. Follow us. Uh, follow us. I mean, Why not? Well, I think us. we might be in for a little bit more of a ride than even we expected. So. Never know. You gotta, you gotta stick around for the content. Stick around for the content. Uh, I learned how to use Adobe Premiere, so things could get wild. Oh, things are gonna get scary <laughs> in a good way. But of course, uh, all roads do lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, we appreciate you guys again for stopping by. Yeah, drop some wagons. We in the love chat. you. Let's all let's all drop. And some then go buy the shirt. Here. Go buy just, the shirt. Get caught up in the fur. Let's go. Just we appreciate empty your bank accounts. Yeah, that's right. 
Wow, empty your bank account on on shirts. Ph next yeah. yeah, buy all, buy out the shirts, buy them all. I don't disagree with him, but uh, appreciate you guys so much. Uh, thank you for the comment about my mustache being sexy. I thought so too. Well, they, hold, hold, uh, whoa, 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 now, wait. There's three men here with mustaches. <laughs> Nowhere does Derek's name get mentioned. <laughs> they just said sexy mustache <laughs> power, and Derek's like, yeah, yeah thanks for the compliment. thanks for the compliment. I appreciate it. Thanks, he appreciates it too. I do. Yeah, yeah. Do. And Damon refused to show his face, so he gets none of that compliment. None of that's for him, but uh, there he is. Look at that stash. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate you stopping by. We appreciate your time. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it is so much more fun when you win a goddamn playoff game. Let's go!